boy 50. Them say I carry that, that automatic Yahoo boy. Why are us the bar? We go make your mama lose joy. Leave one for him leg, your future we go destroy. Police is your friend, all my other one a decoy. Sass the beat, sass the still, but Sega get your freaking back. Sega this, Sega that, but Sega know they ever slack. Sega tweet, Sega help, Sega be like light for dark. Sass the fear, sass the jail, all because of Sega fact. Sass be like devil, them they still kill and destroy. Person go watch ball, all my now they don't end the boy. Click pal, trigger happy, see the red on the soil. Vexed and enraged, on my inside they boil. Only cop I can vouch for is CP Wakili. The rest will show you pepper, they are layers of chili. You they young, you get car, you they feel yourself a bee. Them go tax you, them go rob you, them go frame you up, you see. Officer of the law, but on duty you they blow grass. Young boys know they save, now your duty to they harass. Police turning bankers, them get POS, pure trust. RIP caller, they it is time to answer. Hello, hello, we're live once again to do yet another Anchor FM Police Brutality Worldwide channel, known as the PBW channel. I'm still not able to <laughs> live stream on YouTube, so this would be um, a very good method to do an Anchor uh, MP3 version of my YouTube uh, live streams. And also, I'll be converting this MP3 to mp4 so that i can upload it on youtube and schedule a time when it will play for those of my subscribers on youtube also big shout out to those that have been subscribing to my tiktok channel and also black junction channel we know that youtube is trying as much as possible to stop the real truth from going in it's quite early on a wednesday morning around 4 46 a.m this is one of my very very early you know streams i've done in any social media platform i just uploaded a video on my tiktok and i think some videos on my uh youtube so i can't do live streams from youtube because youtube has blocked me and i don't know for how long maybe one week or two weeks and this funny enough they didn't even email me that I've been put on suspension so anyway i'll still be doing this and uploading so that you guys can see some of the content i do notwithstanding they can't stop me from still talking about the topics so today we'll be talking about mansa musa mansa one of mali his biography facts career award net worth and life story funny enough Mansa Musa still remains the most richest man you know on the face of the earth even more richer than the so-called Bill Gates now people like to claim that he's the richest man Mansa Musa or Mansa one of Mali or what is known or what he's known as the lion of Mali okay the supreme king of Mali was the richest and still the richest because even his wealth in total bill gates doesn't even reach a fourth of it okay so the richest man in mali was a melanated man like me and you but you know european history will always want to twat that belief i even saw an article about bbc asking if man was really the richest man she know that bbc is a crackly crack controlled european caucasoid mountain media 
Okay, those are mount that those that is a media being run by cave beasts and she beasts people, or what we call the people of the caves, or the people of the ice. So they would never tell you anything good about melanated history. So that's why we need to cut away from them CNN, which is known as chicken nugget news, from them BBCs, all them Jewish medias that keep talking trash. And that's why YouTube tends to block me because I keep telling them that's why they're known as YouTube because that's what they do. They don't want people to be telling them the real truth, the real history, the real fact. Okay, that's what YouTube is all about. They don't want people to know. So let's see here. Okay. Let's see what's going on here. So this article came from the xyz.ng. So this is a Nigerian uh, website where this came from. So it says, Musa, one of Mali, which is Mansa Musa, biography, facts, careers, awards, nets, what, and life story. So once again, this is the Police Brutality Worldwide channel, the Anchor FM version on my podcast. This is the Officer of the Damn Law doing yet another live stream. So it gives a little biography of Mansa Musa. He's known as a Guinean philanthropist, also known as Musa One of Mali. He was a politician, a statesperson from Mali. His area of expertise was politics. He's a male. He was born 1st January 1280 in Mali, and he died 1st January 1337. So this was like in the 12th, in the 11th and 12th centuries. And he died at the age of 57. He had a family, as a family man, as a king, and the lion of Mali. So the article goes here. It says, Musa Keita I, from 1280 to 1337, was the 10th Mansa. So Mansa is a title in Mali, the Mansa Musa. So Mansa means, we translate as Sultan, King, or Emperor of the wealthy West African Mali Empire. At the time of Musa's rise to the throne, the Malian Empire consisted of territories formerly belonging to the Ghanaian Empire in present-day southern Mauritania and in Mele, which is known as Mali, the immediate sur- and the immediate surrounding areas. Musa held many titles, including Emir of Mele, Lord of the Mines of Wangara. So he was Lord of the Mines. Okay. Conqueror of Ganata, which was where Ghana was formed, and at least a dozen others. It is said that Mansa Musa had conquered 24 cities, each with surrounding districts containing villages and estates. During his reign, he is known to have been enormously wealthy, reported as being inconceivably rich by contemporaries. So, that says a lot because Bill Gates is not inconceivably rich, but this guy was. This reality, no way to put an accurate number on his wealth. So the guy was, should I say, the richy rich 
Okay, not the rich rich in the movies. That's just bullshit. This guy was the rich rich compared to you know the so demonic crazy Bill Gates that is carrying his demonic vaccines to kill people. Whereas this guy wasn't killing anyone, but he was enormously a rich dude. Subtopic nomenclature. Musa Keita was referred to and is mostly commonly found as Mansa Musa in Western manuscripts and literature. His name also appears as Kanko Musa, Kakan Musa, and Kakumusa. Kankau is a popular Mandin female name. Thus, Kakao Musa is Musa whose mother was Kankau. Other alternatives are Malikoe, Kakan Musa, Gonga Musa, and the Lion of Mali. Lineage and accession to the throne. What is known that kings of the Malian Empire is taken from the writings of Arab scholars, including Al-Umari, Abu Said Uthman, and Ad-Dunkali, Ibrahim Kaladu, and Ibrahim Batuta. According to Ibn Khaldun's comprehensive history of the Malian kings, Mansa Musa's grandfather was Abubakaita, the Arabic equivalent to Bakari or Bulgari, original name known, not unknown, not the Shahabi Abubar, a brother of Sudiana Keita, the founder of the Mali Empire, as recorded through oral histories. Abu Bakar did not ascend the throne, and his son Musa's father, Fagalai, had no significance in the history of Mali. Manza Musa Keita came to the throne through a practice of appointing a deputy when the king goes on his pilgrimage to Mecca or some other endeavors and later named the deputy as heirs. According to primary sources, Musa was appointed deputy of Abu Bakari Keita II, the king before him, who had reportedly embarked on an expedition to explore the limits of the Atlantic Ocean and never returned. The Arabic, the Arab, the Arab Egyptian scholar Al Umari quotes Musa or Mansa Musa as follows: "The ruler who preceded me did not believe that it was possible, it was impossible to reach the extremity of the ocean that encircles the Earth, the Atlantic Ocean. He wanted to reach the end and was determined to pursue his plan." So he equipped 200 boats full of men, okay, 200, and many others full of gold, water, and provisions sufficient for several years. He ordered the captain not to return until they had reached the other end of the ocean or until he had exhausted provision and water. So they set out on their journey. They were absent for a long time, and at last, just one boat returned. When the question when questioned, the captain replied, Oh, Prince, we navigated for a long time until we saw in the midst of the ocean a great river which was flowing massively. My boat was the last one. Others were ahead of me. They were drowned in the great whirlpool and never came out again. I sailed back to escape this current, but the sultan would not believe him. He ordered 2,000 boats to be equipped for him and his men. 
and 1,000 more for water and provisions. Then he conferred the regency on me for the term of his, of his absence and departed with his men never to return nor to give a sign of life. Musa's son and successor, Manza Magakata, was also appointed deputy during Musa's pilgrimage. Islam and pilgrimage to Mecca. Musa was a devout Muslim, and his pilgrimage to Mecca made him well known across North Africa and the Middle East. To Musa, Islam was an entry into the cultural world of the Eastern Mediterranean. He would spend more time fostering the growth of the religion within his empire. So she understand that Mali was, you know, was um, at that time was a Muslim empire. She should understand that the Arabs had done their slave trade way, way before the Europeans. So that says a lot. Musa made his pilgrimage between 1324 and 1325. His procession reportedly included 60,000 men, including 12,000 slaves, who each carried four pounds of gold bars, and Herod dressed in silk, who bore gold stars, organized horses, and handled bags. Musa provided all necessities for the procession, feeding the entire company of men and animals. Those animals include, included 80 camels, which carried which it carried between 50 to 300 pounds of gold dust. Musa gave the gold to the poor he met along his route. Musa not only gave to the cities he passed on the way to Mecca, including Cairo and Medina, but also traded gold for souvenirs. It was reported that he built a mosque each and every Friday. Musa's journey was documented by several eyewitnesses along his route who were aware of his wealth and extensive procession. And records exist in a variety of sources, including journals, oral accounts, and histories. Musa is known to have visited the Maluk Sultan of Egypt, al Nasir Muhammad, in July 1324. But Musa's generous action devastated the economy of the region through which he passed. In the cities of Cairo and Medina and Mecca, the sudden influx of gold devalued the metal for the next decade. Prices on goods and wares greatly inflated to rectify the gold market on his way back from Mecca. Musa borrowed all the gold he could carry from money lenders in Cairo at high interest. This is the only time this is the only time recorded in history that one man directly controlled the price of gold in the Mediterranean. So you can imagine the guy had so much gold that even the gold price was going bonkers. Wow. Okay. Later ran. During his long return journey from Mecca in 1325, Musa had news that his army was had recaptured Gao. Sagmen, Sagmendia, one of his generals, led the endeavor. The city of Gao had been within the empire since before Sakura's reign and was an important, let's see here. I think I have more time to record. Okay, let's go back. 
and was an important, true, often rebellious trading center. Musa made a detour and visited the city where he received, where he re, where he received as hostages, the two sons of the Gao king, Ali Kolon and Suleiman Nar. He returned to Niani with the two boys and later educated them at his court. When Mansa Musa returned, he brought back many Arab scholars and architects. Construction in Mali. Musa embarked on a large building program, raising mosques and maradas in Timbuktu and Gao, mostly notably the ancient center of learning, Sakore, Maradash, or the University of Sakore. So even back then, there was a university as that in the 12th century. So when people are saying that we in Africa, we are not literally sound. We have been literally sound even before the crazy demonic Europeans were. Was constructed during his reign. In Niani, Musa built the Hall of Audience, a building communicating by an interior door to the royal palace. It was an admirable monument in quote, surmounted by a dome adorned with Arab square of striking colors, the wooden window frames of an upper story was plated with silver foil, those of a lower story with gold, you can imagine. Like the great mocks, a contemporary and grandiose structure in Timbuktu, the hall was built of cut stone. During this period, there was an advanced level of urban living in major centers of Mali. Siego Domian, an Italian scholar of art and architecture, wrote of this period. Thus was laid the foundation of an urban civilization at the height of its power. Mali had at least 400 cities, and the interior of the Niger Delta was very densely populated. Economy and education. It is recorded that Mansa Musa traveled throughout the cities of Timbuktu and Gao on his way to Mecca and made him a part of his empire when he returned around 1325. He brought architects from the Andalusia, a region in Spain, and Cairo to build his grand palace in Timbuktu, the great Dinguereba Mosque that still stands still today. Timbuktu soon became a center of trade, culture, and Islam. Markets bought, brought in merchants from Hausa land, Egypt, and other African kingdoms. A university was founded in the city, as well as in the Malian cities of Dengue and Segil. And Islam was spread throughout through the markets and university, making Timbuktu a new era for Islamic scholarship. News of Malian Empire, city of wealth, even traveled across the Mediterranean to South Europe, where traders from Venice, Granada, Gua soon added Timbuktu to their maps to trade manufactured goods for gold. The University of Sakore, Sankore in Timbuktu, was restarted under Musa's reign with Jewish astronomers and mathematicians. Oh yeah, we had the university back then in Africa. This goes way back. The university became a center of learning and culture, drawing Muslim scholars from around Africa and the Middle East to 
Timbuktu. So the University of Sankore in Timbuktu. One of the oldest universities in the continent. Timbuktu. In 1330, the kingdom of Mosai invaded and conquered the city of Timbuktu. Gao had already been captured by Musa's general. And Musa quickly regained Timbuktu and built a rampart and a stone fort and placed a standing army to protect the city from future invaders. Whilst Musa's, while Musa's palace was since vanished, the university and mosque still stands in Timbuktu today. So you can imagine. By the end of Mansa Musa's reign, the Sakura University had been converted into a fully staffed university with the largest collections of books in Africa since the Library of Alexandria. So the amount is, you know, the Library of Alexandria in Egypt and also the University of Alexandria too. The Sankore University was capable of housing 25,000 students and had one of the largest libraries in the world with roughly 1 million manuscripts. So the largest library in the world is found in the continent. It's not found in Europe. It's not found anywhere else. So do not believe some of the lies that the European history, because one thing that these people have done is that they have made European history as if it's world history, but that's a big lie. And that's why YouTube tends to block me when I tell them it is a lie, because they know it's a lie. So death. The death date of Mansa Musa is highly debated amongst modern historians and the Arab scholars who recorded the history of Mali. When compared to the reigns of his successors, son, Mansa Megan recorded rule from 1332 to 1336, and older brother Mansa Suleiman recorded rule from 1336 to 1360. And Musa's recorded 25 years of rule. The calculated, the calculated date of death is 1332. Other recorded, other record declared Mansa planned to abdicated the throne to his son, Maghan, but he died soon after he returned from Mecca in 1325. According to an account by Ibn Khaldun, Mansa Musa was alive when the city of Tiemsen in Algeria was conquered in 1337, as he sent a representative to Algeria to congratulate the conquerors on their victory. So that is uh, that is the end of the article of Mansa Musa, or also known as Musa One of Mali. Very nice article. I will upload this article on YouTube so that people can, those on YouTube can also see the article. It's quite, um, you know, funny that people say, oh, that Africa as a continent is a dark continent, this, that, and the third, because I was looking at uh, a little 
as I yesterday I was watching a little documentary about Mansa Musa and also some other African history. And funny enough, we had empires and civilizations way, way even before the colonizers came around. We had been doing things our way till we became friends with the demon Kraken became colonized and since then we haven't gotten our way back but a new breed of Africans we're coming back to what we used to be and we now know what's going on I myself have you know known what is really going on been woken up and understand that we need to come back to who we are as a people in the continent before the Berlin Conference division, before colonization, before anything, any encounters with the Arabs and also with the so-called Caucasoid people. So once again, big shout out to those that keep subscribing to the Anchor FM2 and those that keep listening. So far, a lot of people do listen to my Anchor FM since I started um, doing uploading video, uploading audios or you know doing live podcasts on the podcast because yeah pretty much uh, very nice and so for those that keep subscribing to my channel that youtube is doing everything possible to not allow my content to be seen because i don't talk about stupid stuff i just want to say a big shout out to those on tiktok we are getting to a thousand followers there so we'll keep uploading videos exposing all kinds of scenarios of police brutality so that the cops can be brought to justice in america okay so um which other thing do i have i think we'll be doing another live this week on anchor that's what i'll be doing i'll be doing lives on anchor fm on my podcast on anchor fm you know it's it's just like a radio so i could convert the mp3 recording to mp4 and you know it makes a lot of sense just schedule upload on youtube schedule the time for youtube subscribers to you know and also for those that want to share now record on different uh, social media platforms that to be necessary so yeah i'll be i'll be doing that uh anytime once i'm done with the record and you know putting it up there so that will be the new method now so let's see how far youtube will go if they're going to kick me out or they're going to ban my channel whatever but if you understand that youtube is being controlled by jewish mafia so that's why i call it youtube so Anytime you're uploading real truth, exposing all kinds of nonsense, they get really angry. That's why. That's just the problem. So once again, thank you for those that keep listening. Keep subscribing to my various channels. And also, I let me not forget, I do have a website www.policebrutalityworldwildchannel.com and www.policebrutalityworldwild.com and I also have a blog let me see let me see if I can get my blog my blog is 
policebrutalityworldwide.blogspot.com. So those are my that's, those are my two websites, and those are my blogs. I'll put all the information on the podcast, and I'll put all the information on my YouTube. So once again, this is the Police Brutality Worldwide channel, the Anchor FM version. I'm Officer of the Damlo, and good morning.